Hi, my name is David Siegler and welcome to my podcast. Something interesting, this something interesting has landed on my desk and we're going through the process now of packaging uh, this type of deal for the very first time. So um, I've had to brush up my knowledge on it. Um, I want to share it with you uh, because I think it's a very, very interesting strategy for the times that we are in and I'm going to talk you through it. So lifetime interests, lifetime interests. So I have no technical knowledge of this, but I did have personal knowledge of it. Um, what I'd done over the years, uh, my mum. My mum had a lifetime interest with her partner. Uh, so my dad passed away many years ago when my mum was quite young. Uh, she she uh, formed a new partnership. Let's put it like that. You can't think about your mum in those terms, can you? I mean, it's just, you know. Anyway. Um, she formed a new partnership. They bought a house together. They joined uh, their resources together, bought a house, and um, they left their share of the house to their beneficiaries, or as far as my mum's concerned, me and my brother. Uh, but, but they set up a lifetime interest legal document. And for those of you not aware, a lifetime interest is in those circumstances, the one that survives, because we all got to go at some point, and the one that went first went. Uh, the one that survives, it was written in stone that had a lifetime interest in that house. What does that mean? It means they could occupy the house rent-free. They had, didn't have to pay any rent for the property. Uh, they are supposed to maintain the property, right? Uh, that's down to them. And then uh, until they are unable to occupy the property anymore. So there's, there's a couple of exits there, right? Either it's feet first, right, that's the end of that, or maybe they've got to go into care, something like that. So uh, this is very common, right? Um, that agreement is in place until, so uh, my, my mum's partner passed away some years ago now. That's two, two men she's seen off, right? Don't know what's going on there. She's a marked woman, obviously, right? You have to watch her. Two of them she's finished off. Um, the bottom line is neither my brother and I nor his beneficiaries on his side can get do anything with that house until my mum ceases to occupy, permanently ceases to occupy by what any means, right? So this is quite common. This, is ha this happens all over the place. Uh, what is not common is that I have been asked to package one of these, okay? So it's quite exciting and also quite interesting. So a deal landed uh, on our desk yesterday afternoon. Um, we looked at it very closely. Uh, it is inside the M25. I'm not going to tell you where it is unless you're on our special investor list. You've already had it sent out to you today. You know exactly where it is, okay? But it's inside the M25, very nice residential area in a London borough, okay? It's a two to three bed bungalow. Old people, right? Love bungalows. So it's two to three, three bed bungalow. Um, we've got a RICS valuation, a RICS valuation of the current value today at 425, 425 grand, RICS value, okay? Um, but there's a couple of issues with lifetime. First of all, you've got the lifetime uh, tenancy in place, so you can't do much with the tenant. And secondly, uh, nobody will give you a mortgage, right? You can't raise a mortgage 
where there's a lifetime tenant in situ, right? As far as I'm aware, you can't do that. Okay, so what have we got? We've got him and her. They lived happily for many years. They were not married. It was her house. Uh, she passed away in her 80s. He is 82, sprightly, strong, you know, fit, healthy, 82. And here's the truth, guys, right? 82 sounds very, very old to a lot of you there. I get it. I do understand. I've been there, right? But I'm now 66. When you're 66, 82, hardly been run in yet. You know, got a long way to go, okay? So 82, he's 82. How long is he going to want to live in the house? Because he has the right. They set it up, although it was her house, before the beneficiaries can get access to the money, the money, um, then he has to depart his occupancy one way or another. So 82, could be tomorrow, could be 10 years, could be 20 years. My mum is 87, right? She's still in that house where she has a lifetime interest. Um, she's healthy with it, slightly bonkers. Uh, but to be fair, she was slightly bonkers at 27. So nothing's changed there, okay? How long are they going to go on? Okay, so how do we package this thing? So the beneficiaries clearly want rid. They want to get their money out now. They want to cash out now. They want to get hold of money because they want it in their lives and they can use the money like now, okay? Um, so we have the opportunity of placing that with an investor. Remember, the RICS value is at 425 at £290,000. But it's got to be a cash purchase, lifetime interest. Has to be cash. Okay. So you might think, well, 290 grand, it's a lot of money to bury in a house. No pun intended. Bury in a house where we don't know where we're going to, whether we're going to get our money out, when we're going to get our money out. We will get our money out, but when are we going to get our money out? Okay. And um, it was just interesting that we have immediately had interest in this property. Immediately. Wow. Two or three things there. So if they've got interest in that property, first of all, they've got cash. And this, I believe, goes to the root of the issue. Because if you've got cash in today's market, if you've got a lot of cash, okay, what do you do with it? You're worried about the security of the banks going forward. You are, because we've been through cycles like this before. Well, nothing like this. Let's wait and see. Let's wait and see what the budget brings in March when furlough unfolds, all that malarkey, right? What's going to happen to property prices now? And people with cash and also, there's a lot of hype about negative interest rates. Will it go negative? Will they just stay positive? It doesn't really make much difference. They're not earning any money on it now anyway, right? So just think, if you're somebody who's got a lot of cash, you can put your money into a bricks and mortar asset today at 290 plus stamp taxes, bit illegal, say 300 grand plus, right? Overnight, overnight, the value of your cash goes up to £425,000. You can't get hold of it, but you've got an asset at 425. So you've increased the value of your money from 300 grand ish to 425 overnight. There is no savings account out there or interest-bearing account that can do that for you overnight. There's nothing out there. You know, if you left that 300 grand in the bank or building society for years, decades, it's not going to get anywhere near 425 grand. So suddenly we've got an asset that we can't access 
of 425. It's not bad starter, okay? And then how's it gonna roll going forward? So we're inside the M25, okay? Nice area, good solid house, seen the pictures, looks pretty as a picture, okay? Um, 425, let's assume our friend in the house, left on his own, gets a new lease of life, new hobby, starts when we let off the leash and he's had his jabs, gonna go trekking through the Himalayas, hang gliding from Kilimanjaro, wants to paddle in the Pacific. It's gonna go on forever, right? All of those things he wants to do, okay? How's he gonna, how long's he gonna last? Did I say that out loud? 10 years? Maybe he'll last 10 years, okay? Maybe he'll get to 92 before he gets the call to that great hang gliding school in the sky and he pops his clogs and off he goes. Okay, 10 years. What's gonna to happen to that property over the next 10 years? Now it's in, in London, we're talking London, okay? And yes, in 21, 22, 2023, you might get a little bit of stress, might get a little bit of downbell, but, but 10 years, we're talking 2030, what do you think is gonna to happen to the value of that property? Tell you what I think, I think it could double. Because history, uh, what's happened in the past, no guide to the future, but is it gonna double? Even if it doesn't double, it will, what if it nearly doubles? So suddenly that 425, which we bought for 300, is worth 850 in 10 years time. 850, okay. And let's assume that on his 90th birthday, our, our, our lifetime tenant starts bodybuilding, working, pumping iron, you know, drinking green stuff to make him fit and strong, okay? Supposing it goes 20 years before you can get your hands on it, okay? So we've, we've doubled in 10 years, we're at 850, right? 10 years after that, what's the value of that property gonna be? Couldn't double again, could it? Could it? 850 double, what's that, 1.7? A very unrealistic. The bottom line is, we don't know, okay? So for somebody who's got a lot of cash and they don't know what to do with it and they're worried about playing the stock market and they're worried about Bitcoin because there's no underlying asset and they don't need any income because they're not gonna get any rent, right? What's the volatility of Bitcoin and all that sort of thing, but bricks and mortar in London, inside the M25, always gonna be desirable. And maybe they're prepared to wait a few years and happy to get hold of the bungalow a few years down, a few years down the road when um, our lifetime tenant has enjoyed his autumn years right in that bungalow. So, as a packager, as a packager, when I first looked at this with review to packaging it, I thought, is this a bit gruesome? But actually, it's not gruesome at all. It's not gruesome for anybody because the beneficiaries, they get their 290 grand now. They get the 300 grand, 290 grand, 300 grand ish now that they need to change their life, life changing amount of money potentially. They get it, right? The lifetime tenant doesn't have to move. He doesn't have to worry about uh, paying rent. He doesn't have to worry about where he's going to live. He's in familiar surroundings. Um, you know, we're sorry for his loss, but he'll grieve and he'll move on. Uh, and he's going to be fine until the end of his days. Positive there. The investor, the investor who has got cash and don't know what to do with it, has got an uplift day one of 125 grand. Day one in the asset. 
okay? And if they have to keep it five years, 10 years, 20 years, whatever, right? Whenever the relevant day is, it might last longer than me, who knows? Uh, whenever the relevant day is, gonna get significant uplift on their investment. So it's just a few thoughts, thoughts I'd share with you. Lifetime interests, not something I considered before. In a world of negative interest rates, zero-ish interest rates, if you've got cash and you want security for your cash, why? Why wouldn't you look at one of them? Okay, I'll leave it with you. What do you think? Comment down below. Is that something you might want to package? What fee should we charge? Sounds like a nice juicy fee to me, right? Because the uplift is inevitable and significant. Hope that helps. Give us your thoughts down below. Love to hear what you've got to think. Talk soon. Thank you for listening. I am David Siegler. See you on the next episode.